You're listening to Showing Up with Edward Terrace, and today I want to talk about post-college graduations. So I was sitting there this morning, my, as a lot of you guys know, my, my lady and I, we have like an hour, hour and a half time slot a lot of times where we just talk to each other about our days and uh, just get really good face-to-face time. And something that she's going through right now, something I went through, something a lot of people are dealing with now probably more than ever, one, because of the pandemic, and two, just because of the natural transition from graduating from college to finding a job and starting your life. And I started to kind of remember what it was like for me when I graduated from college. And the line of work that I'm in now isn't the education that I received. So when I was in college, I had this idea, like when we pick a major, for those who go to college, you pick a major, for some people it's great where they're, they know what they want to do. But maybe for the first couple of years or like halfway through, you make a change and you're deciding what you want to do for the rest of your quote unquote life is there's this concept that you're like, yeah, this, this could work. That's essentially what it's like picking a major. It's kind of, I don't know if anybody of you guys watch Chris D'Elia. He's this comedian and he talks about things, a lot of comedians are pretty morbid because they've had a lot of experiences and, you know, just like I use this podcast to share and it's, it can be almost a, a therapeutic thing for me. Comedians do the same thing in regards to humor. They use it as uh, a form of, of coping or therapy and he talks about a lot of things as in, I guess, <laughs> um, we're going to get married, I guess, like that's the way he talks about marriage. Um, we're going to have a kid, I guess. And now I don't believe that applies to things in my, in my life for certain instances. But if I was to refer to that to one thing uh, that's relevant in, in the forefront of my mind would be when you're picking a major in college. For me, I majored in criminal justice and psychology. First, it was criminal justice. Uh, and then it went on to double major in, in psychology and the thought in my head was, yeah, I guess this would work. I could see myself doing this. And you're making, in your mind, which is, if this is what I'm going to go to college for, this is going to be what I'm going to do forever, in your mind at that time is a lifelong decision based off of something which is, I guess. So what happens is when you get done with college, you have all of these thoughts in your mind that for you, are they're totally rational. And, and a lot of people are dealing with them and people will always deal with them. Where you're thinking, well, this is what I went to college for. I'm having a hard time, you know, finding a, finding a job right away or I don't really know what I'm going to do after college. And this isn't how I foresee this happening or my life playing out. And I want to share a story with people. You guys know I love my stories. Um, I want to share a story with you guys about what I went through, how I dealt with it, and my kind of overall experience. So when I was going through college, I thought I was going to be a probation officer. 
And in my mind, I had this concept of what it was going to be like. And that was very much different of the idea I had of what it was actually like after I did an internship. So if you guys can do an internship very early on, heck, even in high school, uh, even though that was probably the last thing I was thinking about doing, I would recommend it. I thought I would be, quote unquote, reforming, more so just like guiding people to helping them get in their lives together and almost being not not a therapist, but an advocate for them and helping them figure out how they can get back to, I guess, being an outstanding citizen. Maybe that's that's the phrase there, um, but just helping them and what they're there for. But after I interned there and I had some a little bit of actual life experience and sitting there in on those meetings, I realized that that's not what it was going to be like. You know, I wasn't going to have somebody that I built the best relationship with. I, for some, that's that's the way it was at this internship that I, I went to, but realistically it was a career which is one has a very high turnover rate two you become very cynical three the relationships that you are building or that i had thought i was going to be building isn't more so as an advisor or advocate it was more so for somebody who was helping people meet guidelines and structures that were set by the state or the county to get the people through your process. They're meeting checkpoints. They're following certain rules. And if they're not, you're just informing, whether it be the county or the courts, about them violating probation and it just wasn't very it wasn't what I thought it would be and at that point I'm already through four years of school of learning criminal justice and psychology so in my mind was I afraid of what the rest of my life was going to look like after me committing so much time and money towards education 100% I was definitely nervous about it but then after hearing people talk about their experiences after graduating college was that people were going into fields that were not even associated with their degrees. That gave me a little bit of relief. But then I didn't really actually get the perspective of what it was going to be like and what I was going to be dealing with until I was post-graduation. So I've talked about this story before, but about a week after graduation, I, I moved out to Hawaii and I got my real estate license there, but I didn't really practice real estate there. It, I mean, I did practice and I learned things, but I had to pay bills. And I drove Uber, right, from like 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. or whatever to pay the bills. And I was talking to Megan this morning about, you know, how she's feeling about her post-graduation, and I related my story of, you know, driving Uber and figuring out what my next steps 
we're going to be with, with where she is. And just as she has a certain idea and anybody who is post-graduation has an idea of where they wanted to be, holding out and saying no to certain things, like I've said in past podcasts, is very important. And it's okay to not have it all figured out. But if you put yourself in a mindset where you're stressed out and you're saying, hey, I need to have had a job, I need to have already been in a certain position because you feel like you need to fulfill a timeline. Me personally, I feel like that's the the wrong mindset to approach. If you're post-graduated and you're doing something for the interim that isn't permanent, it isn't a position that you accepted that you're going to be doing for a while and you have the opportunity where your bills are paid and you can do something that just pays the bills and you can be stress-free so that you can make the decisions that are ultimately going to make you happier in the long run, but you had to drive that Uber car for an extra couple months or whatever it was uh, to be ultimately happy, that is okay. You do not need to rush something because you need to, you feel like you need to fulfill a timeline or a status quo. Fulfilling a status quo or following the zeitgeist of the world does not make you happy. Do you know what make, made me the happiest person ever when I was making that big transition in my life, figuring out if real estate was going to be the thing I was going to continue to do? It wasn't being a real estate agent or practicing being a realtor. It was doing something at the bare minimum that would pay my bills and I could be stress-free to figure out what the next step in my life was because a lot of people who have already been past that point and don't have compassion for those that are going through it may not understand the transition that you're dealing with right then even if they've gone through it because the intensity of which you're feeling it is much different than somebody who's already been past it because when you're not in pain, you're not dealing with something, you can't really um, have that compassion. So I want to tell you right now that the best thing for me at that point in time um, was to make sure the bills were paid, to make sure I had time with the loved one that I had with me, to do something that made me happy every single day, which was going to a martial arts gym. And I was happier then than I was months prior when I was trying to put pressure on myself about who I thought I had to be and the expectations that I had ultimately set for myself. I'm not saying, you know, don't set goals, don't have aspirations, but when you set such goals and aspirations based on that idea of what you thought things were going to be like, I personally believe it can set you back a lot farther than if you just took a deep breath gave yourself an extra couple months to, whether it be apply for more internships, get more connections. Because if you just jump into something because you feel like you need to jump into something, you might take the wrong path or you might not be happy. And the last thing I kind of want to share with you is that something that I've said in the past before but with this perspective of post-graduation and figuring out what it is that you're going to do, something that I've learned through sales 
in Chicago from the past three years and something I thought about when I was driving downtown. So I'm driving downtown. I think I was in the Gold Coast area. And basically, if you're going to be in the Gold Coast area in Chicago, if you want 200 square feet, it's probably going to cost you 1100 a month, minimum. No utilities included. You have to pay for your water too. So you get a little bit of a shoebox. And so realistically, if you want to have a normal standard size of living, you more than likely make it at minimum 80 grand per year. And I'm seeing these people walk around and I'm just thinking to myself, human, human, these are all humans. Um, they're no different than, than you or I. And I'm thinking to myself, what's the difference between them and myself and other people, whoever's just starting out? Because I guarantee you, at some point in time, those people started at zero. And they 100% they started at zero. Um, they started out with, with no connections. And the kicker for me was that a lot of times, whether it be business or other work, is that we don't need any extraneous skills or understandings or expertise. Like you're not, if you're not a doctor, you don't have to actually know how to, you know, you, you have to know a lot of things before you perform heart surgery for the first time. It's not the, what it's like, you know, for me in, in real estate, when I did my first deal, I didn't know how to do it. But there was people around me that were able to, one, that got me in the position to where I could get clients, that I could learn how to get clients. And then after I got the clients, built up the courage to have those meetings, then those same people guided me through the process. And every time I didn't know an answer to a question that my client asked, I would figure out the answer, but it was from people. So if you're post-graduation and you make sure to take that time like I was saying to be comfortable and to be happy rather than rushing the process and talking to people who are in the field and have already done the things that you want to do they're going to help you something think about the one thing that you do every single day think whether it's a hobby uh, whether it's your current occupation Something that you, maybe it's not the, you're not the best at in the world, but you love it and it's the best thing that you're good at in the world. What is that? So for me, I love martial arts. It's a great hobby of mine. Something I've been involved in with for a while. Or even real estate. You know, if anybody came to me and asked me, hey, Ed, I have a question on how I can use wrestling to take somebody down in mixed martial arts. Whoa. Do you think, if any of you guys follow my pages, you know that I wrestled and you know that um, I love MMA. Do you think I'm going to not help that person with a thing I love more than anything? Subconsciously, if you ask for help, and someone guides you, they're going to do it subconsciously because have you ever helped somebody and then after they like did great at an event or they got a job and then they were able to ultimately pay for their family to have a great life? They do it not because they 
they think about it at the time, but subconsciously, that success that they're having in your heart is now their success. So if you're ever afraid to reach out to people for guidance, just think to yourself, if somebody came to you for the one thing that you know more than anything, do you think that you would turn somebody away when they're going through the same things that you did years ago? Definitely not. So for anybody that's, whether they're making a transition, they're post-graduation, think about those things, and I wish you the best of luck.